Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today is my good friend, Pedro Adeo. Uh, Pedro is the founder of 100X Academy and the creator of the Crush It With Challenges program. Uh, he helps people grow their businesses and uh, kind of more recently, which is what we're going to be talking about today, sell more books through challenges. Pedro is a good friend of mine. Uh, we, we were on a, a men's prayer group for a while. Uh, I spoke at his 100X event. Gosh, we've done some fun things together. Uh, I love this guy. Pedro, welcome. Great to have you here. Buddy, it's so fun to be here. I can't wait to chop it up with you. And uh, let's get into it, man. I'm excited. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about today, guys, we're going to be talking about how to use challenges uh, to, to sell more books and to grow your business. All right, this is going to be a little bit of a master class. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So Pedro, first off, and obviously, actually, I forgot to mention this as part of the intro. I did a challenge last year as part of our Author Advantage Live, inspired by you, learned a bunch of stuff. Um, we walked through the whole process, and it was one of the most successful things that we did uh, to sell tickets for Author Advantage Live, for our live event. Uh, yeah. And so I believe in it. I've seen it work firsthand. And so uh, I know for folks, whether you're looking to use this to, to, to grow your business or to sell more books, uh, you, you can do it in a way that's going to work for you. So uh, first off, Pedro, what, what is a challenge? Yeah, so... Yeah, so a challenge, the way that we have uh, kind of reinvented them and, and have been running them since May of 2018, Chandler, I've now run 47 highly profitable challenges in a row since May of 2018, if you can believe that. And so what uh, a challenge is basically a, a it's a time-based, time-based, in our case, virtual live training experience where there is a there's a there's a focused outcome there is a there is a hook a big idea there is a there's a promise deliverable or payoff that that person is expecting to receive by being in the challenge has a start date has an end date it, it, you're probably if you've been you know at all online and in your news feed you're probably seeing these five-day challenges promoted and advertised that's because of me <laughs> right so the, our our primary model is a five-day challenge you can do a seven-day challenge We've done 30 day challenges. And then if you were, and maybe in the health and fitness nutrition space, maybe even a 90 day challenge might make sense. If you've got some weight loss objectives or some fitness objectives, it might take longer to get those results. But if you're primarily a coach, consultant, course creator, and you want to move a ton of books, I think a five or seven day challenge would be your sweet spot. And um, we deliver our challenges as live training primarily inside of a private closed Facebook group. So the idea is either you promote your ads, send emails, promote the challenge. In a perfect world, you'd have a, a basic challenge funnel um, that is page one. They, they opt into your challenge. It could be a free or paid challenge. Um, we, uh, I, since, since Corona hit last year, 
we have been doing nothing but free challenges and they've been incredibly successful. So uh, your challenge can be a free challenge. They opt in on your first page. And then on page two is really where, where I think you could put an upsell. And that's where as an author, I actually think the best upsell on page two mm -hmm. is your book. Get yeah. your book and maybe like a backstage or VIP pass. So we do a ton of those at $95. And then, and then you have your thank you page. And, um, and so again, the big thing, is, and then you, they, they're all coming into your Facebook group. You're going live in your Facebook group every day, sharing some cool piece of content. You're giving them an assignment, big, big, big key challenges. People are coming to take action and do some work, not just to be passive learners. So yeah. you want to incorporate daily assignments, daily homework that they get to go do that is simple, easy, bite-sized steps that gets them in action. And then, um, and then typically on day four of the challenge, towards the end, you make your offer. You invite them into a coaching program, a membership site. You invite them to your live event. So I'm going to take it to that. You can pretty much sell anything you want on the back of these challenges. Um, we've had a lot of success selling um, you know, at, an, at the 995 price point, like thousands and thousands and thousands of customers. We've also done really well, thousands of customers at a $2,000 price point selling our core signature training programs. Um, if you're a high ticket coach consultant, you can do a challenge to an application and then, you know, fill up your, fill up your calendar with calls. So you can pretty much sell anything you want, but that's the basic framework challenge. And then of course yeah. we can get into the, oh, obviously sure. there's a lot, there's a lot, obviously a lot more science and art to this that we can break down. Yeah. And so I want to get into the how in just a little bit. And I've got a bajillion questions um, that I'm sure our listeners will will, will uh, be curious about and love to hear. But first, and you touched on this a little bit, but how about before we go into the how, the why? Why is this something that the authors can do, should do, and that's that's going to move copies of their book? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I've, I've heard you speak and, and I think I know that, you know, a big part of what you're about is is helping authors actually build a business as well, not just have a book. So first and foremost, as you know, as we're making this video, um, and, and I don't see this changing anytime soon, just understand this, the number one way to profitably acquire customers online today is happening on the back of challenges using our challenge framework. Like, Period, end of story, not debatable. I, we're, we're helping people acquire customers cheaper than webinars, than lead magnets, than low tripwire offers, than just about anything else that you could try and do. So if you want to grow your business, first and foremost, you should be doing challenges, learn our framework. Um, I, I would go as far, challenge say that in 2021, um, it is irresponsible of you as a marketer and entrepreneur to not have this framework in your marketing portfolio. You don't have to be as crazy as me and just only do challenges, but this should be your, a tool in your tool belt. Um, and so for, uh, for selling books, I, I think the best way to, to move a ton of books is to position your book in the front end of the funnel um, versus, and of course, you can always bundle your book into the back end offer. If you have a 297 or 497 or 997 program, sure, give them a book, you know, there. But I think the big opportunity for authors is to, if you want to drive units, move the book into the front of the challenge. 
And when people are most excited, they're, they're, they're grateful for the free challenge. And then you can make, you can do this book bundle uh, upsell and you can promote that upsell throughout the entire challenge. You can promote, you can take your book, maybe a small little mini course, some info, bundle that thing up, do a special challenge promotion. And you can just keep that thing and sell that thing throughout the entire week. As the, as the days goes on, you're going to be building up more social, uh, more social proof, more no like and trust factor, more like, oh my gosh, Pedro's so helpful. He's helped me so much. The least I can do is go buy his book. Like you're going to be building right. up all of that goodwill, Chandler. And that's all I'm going to translate to a lot, a lot of book sales. That's great. So let's, let's get into the how a little bit. And I want to, so I want to talk about our, our mutual friend, um, John Acuff. And I know yeah. you just worked with him on a challenge that just wrapped up and guys, if you're listening to this right now, it's, it's funny, actually, I interviewed him before this interview, but this interview is going to be the interview with John's going to come out the week after this one with Pedro. So you'll hear him give Pedro a shout out as well as talk about how, you know, this challenge is one of the big things he's doing to launch his, his new book. So um, Pedro, can you walk us through, like, what was the framework that you did with John Acuff and how, how did that perform? And then that'll kind of give us a framework of how we can do this as authors. And then I want to go into a lot of the other how questions. Yeah, such a big yeah. business owners. So I met John, like I met you in that, in, in the, in our prayer group and just love this guy. And, 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 you know, John's a, I think a two-time New York bestselling author, you know, and a lot of the, you know, big publishing houses, two-time New York time bestselling author has his book and then Corona shows up. And now no, no live events, no going to, no book tours, no, none of this, all that stuff gone. So he's like, what the hell do I do now? And, you know, he even, it was a prayer request. He brought to the, the our prayer call. I was like, guys, what do I do? I'm like, well, there's a few of us on this call that know, you know, know a little bit about online marketing. I said, John, let's do a challenge. He's like, really? I had to push him to do it, you know, because uh, John's more of a quiet guy and not, you know, and, and doesn't like asking for help. He just kind of a little bit more reserved that way. So I was like, John, let me help you. So he's like, okay. And so I, I believe I, I, I could be getting this wrong, but Chandler, you might know, I, I believe his book was on how to basically on how to stop overthinking. Right. It was how to, yep. Um, so I'm like, perfect. Let's just do the five day, you know, overthinking, you know, how to end overthinking challenge. I think was the name of it. We mapped the whole thing out. He had his published, he had his book agent on the, on the call. It was, in a Zoom like this, it was me. It was me, John, this uh, this lady on his team, I forget her name, and then like his main book agent guy. And we just whiteboarded the whole thing out, came up with a hook, which, I mean, think about how, I mean, Chandler, you would know, think about how much time people spend picking that book title and how important the title and tagline is, right? So guess what? I mean, if you did a good job with that one, that's, there's your challenge name right there, right? right? Now we have congruency, continuity from challenge to book. Nice, you know, even, so we already had the kind of the, the name and the hook because that's what the book was about. And I was like, John, let's talk about this book. Like we're going to do a five-day challenge. What do you think are the most five to seven mm -hmm. most important concepts? I'm, I know the whole book's amazing, John. I know no author ever said their book's off, right? I know the whole book's awesome, but if someone can only read, think about it, take the 80-20 rule to your book. If someone can only read 20% of the book, 
and to get them the most value, what would it be? So we went right to the best cream, cream, cream of the content. And then we built, we built our content schedule for day one, day two, day three, day four, all around that. Kind of mapped out what the content would look like. Um, John is amazing writer. He's very thorough, super detailed. This guy's, you know, pro on, you know, pro, pro, pro. So we already clearly got how to package the content. He's a great teacher, trainer. And then he already had like some exercises or like takeaway questions or suggestions, call to action kind of stuff in the book. So that became the homework. Um, uh, cool. I did help him design a, uh, a um, like I think it was a four week or a six week live group coaching program that he sold on the back of the challenge just to have a little bit more than just the book. This is for folks that wanted to go deeper with John. Yeah have some Q and a access and, and kind of, which obviously if they're fans of yours and they read, love your book and love your stuff, of course I want to go deeper. So for John, that was um, something that I don't think he had done a ton before. And literally he just texted me this morning. He shared with me his numbers. I, I, I don't have, I, I, I didn't um, get express written consent to share his numbers. Let me just tell you, it was uh, six figures plus. And he was over the moon ecstatic. And that was his very first time doing this. And, you know, I helped him. I consulted with him. But his team built the yeah. pages. His team ran it. And he probably ran it at, who knows, 20% of what it could have been. Yeah. And it was a six-figure plus challenge. And they're over the moon excited. So I think it's great. I think for authors, for, for your listeners, and, and, and like, like this is going to be a not this is not going to be, and this is, this is a non-negotiable. Like if you're an author and with a book that you want to get out to the world and you're not running a challenge to promote it, I, the question is like, why not? You just worked your ass off to write this book. Designing a challenge for your book could literally take probably a couple of hours of designing it because think about how much work you've done. Repurpose. To, yeah. It's the same content. Yeah. You just work so hard to get your yep. thoughts straight and, organize the content like it's, it's the verbal expression of your written content hey chandler bolt here i hope you're loving this episode so far it's time to go from inspiration to implementation all right so if you've learned something we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book so what i want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team we'll talk about your goals for your book your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. That's right. all it is. And, and, and so guys, I think, yes, and you're adding personality and flavor to that. So I think there's some really great takeaways for here for folks. So it's, it's use the content that you ha already have, synthesize that, bubble up the top lessons. And like Pedro said at the top of this interview, uh, it is, uh, it's a virtual live training experience with a focused outcome. And so if you, if you did the writing well of your book, you have, and it's a nonfiction book, obviously you have a focused outcome of that book. And then you can bring the focus outcome is the hook for your challenge. The, the core content is in your book is the core content and your challenge. And just like John did, you've got a, you know, maybe a five day or a seven day challenge. You're leading people to purchase the book and maybe even bundling in something else that you're maximizing your revenue. 
from the challenge. I want to ask one more question on this, Pedro, and then shift gears a little bit, just a lot more on the how okay. uh, of running a challenge and, and using challenges to, to grow your business. So do you recommend for authors to, to, to do the challenge like timing wise before their book launch, during their book launch, after their book launch, or does it matter? Yes. They should just, they should just do a challenge. So if you are an author who's already launched a book, do a challenge to drive more book sales, right? You can make a bigger impact, grow your business, build um, whatever, whatever your backend business is that you have this, that you wrote this nonfiction book to help you grow, then do a challenge, use the book, grow your business, right? Now, what's really cool, and I've been, I'm getting pulled in to consult on some pretty, uh, what could be some pretty spectacular book launches is this would be an amazing way. Uh, this would be, an, I think how I did it for John is we ran this during his pre-launch period, which is very strategic. I'm Chandler, I'm sure you've taught on this and you know way more about than I do. What I've learned a little bit I know is what John told me is that you can drive pre-sales like crazy to Amazon. Then they're like, oh shoot, this book's going to be popular. And they'll start to print a lot more of those books. So when the book starts to actually ship, they got more books. It's, the books are going out a lot faster. It helps with the velocity. So, yes. um, so, they're, so they don't sell out, which is like a kiss out. of death as an author. Yeah, exactly. And again, I didn't know that because I, I mean, I've written two books, but I've never, um, I use my books differently so, so far till now. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so that was a very strategic timing for John to get thousands of book sales during pre-launch. And, uh, and so, but again, if you have a book, if you're in pre or during or post, just do a challenge, do it to absolutely do a challenge. And the way that we talk about the way that we teach at the train, there's, you know, th this is, this is the new model of how challenges are done. Uh, Dean Graziosi who's a friend who heard me train on my challenge model in a mastermind messaged me a little over a year ago, he's like, hey, man, I've been doing challenges for a long time, but not like you're doing them. So would you mind consulting with me and our team? It's like, sure. So we um, we uh, absolutely did that and helped their team and they crushed it. And so, you know, Dean's been very gracious to give me credit for bringing challenges into the modern era, like just completely reimagined re how challenges could could operate. So th this, I believe, again, I'm obviously very biased, but I also now have a lot of data from myself and elite level entrepreneurs, but also very many early stage entrepreneurs um, that this by far, like this, nothing creates engagement and connection and consumption, Chandler, at the levels that challenge. And if you're an author, think about it. You spent all this work to write a book. You want people to read it. You want people to actually consume it and get the benefit from it like so i believe that this is a really tailor-made strategy for for authors because if you have the heart to, to take this much time to produce a book obviously it means you care at a deep level and you want to get your message and content out in a big way that's great pedro i want to kind of go lightning round and and just walk through uh, creating a challenge and the nuts and bolts and how you do it. So I think one of the most important things to start, and you've, you mentioned this and I a hundred percent agree is a good hook. 
and, yeah. and a results focused hook. And I think it's kind of like your, your title, your subtitle, your cover for a book. <laughs> if it's not good, it doesn't matter. Any, like everything else could be amazing. And if that thing's not good, it's just not going to work. It's not going to sell. Right. So how do you come up with a good hook for your challenge, uh, a results focused hook and any tips on walking through that process? Yeah. So here's a very simple kind of naming convention. I like to give people as a kind of get you your mind thinking about it so first is how long is the challenge right so how long is it um what's the big promise what is, what is the promised outcome desire that they that you're promising to give them or is there a problem that you're going to help them avoid like with john's it was overthinking so the promise was how to overcome overthinking right it was this pain they have and how to get rid of this pain um, so remember, people, we, we're motivated either to seek pleasure or avoid pain. So there either is a desired outcome that's promised or this bad thing that we don't want to have happen. Um, then you, then it's, um, so then it's also, who is it for? So this is a, I don't, I don't know Chandler how, I got to imagine you drill this pretty hard in your program and coaching, but um you know, I'm a, just a huge believer in, in niching down. I, I even call, I call it micro niching because what I call niching is like, I mean, I like, I like to help my clients carve very deep niches. So I like to include it in the, in, in the name or tagline of the challenge. Who is this challenge for? Is it for homeschool moms? Is it for seven figure business owners? Is it for stressed out corporate executives? Is it for, airline is it for airline uh, stewardesses and attendants is it for is it for frustrated authors who whose books aren't selling like so so one is is the challenge free or paid how much is it how long is it what's the payoff the hook promise and who is it for those are kind of four good little data elements that you want to possibly sprinkle in through either your, your name or the tagline and and that's a that's, that's just going to get the juice flowing. Yeah. But again, I would look at your title for authors. Yeah. yeah. Look at your title book and your tagline. Yeah. Uh, man, I hope to, I hope there's enough there to kind of create something juicy because that's important, right? Like you said, yeah. I mean, it's, if, if people don't like the cover and they don't like the name, there could be gold inside, but they're never going to see it, you know? Yes. Well, one of the things we say all the time is, is your title subtitle. Uh, and cover should instantly your prospect or potential reader should instantly understand what the book's about and whether or not it's for them. Right. And so I think that's exactly what you're saying with the challenge title as well is people need to understand what the challenge is about and whether or not it's for them at, at a quick glance. And so we've done the hard work on that Pedro. So, all right, we, how long is the challenge? What's the desired outcome or the promise? Who is it for? Uh, and is it free or paid? Any any tips on deciding duration? I mean, you, know, you probably get asked this all the time, and you said five to seven days is kind of like the sweet spot. Is, yeah, is that what I would, you recommend for most people? Yeah, for most people, unless the only exception to that is if you just know that you need more time to produce the result you're promising, right? So if I was doing a seven pound weight loss challenge, it wouldn't be a, I wouldn't do a two day challenge, right? Hey, let's lose seven pounds today. Like I don't. I'm not sure you can healthily lose seven pounds in two days, right? Um, so think about the promised desired outcome and then just have the challenge be just long enough that you think that's a, you can help people 
if they're taking action with you, get that outcome. One thing I hear a lot, Chandler, people say, well, gosh, Pedro, how can I guarantee? I can't guarantee that everyone's going to get this outcome. Of course you can't. Like, you're not going to go to their house and make them do the work. But the litmus test for me is, is it very plausible and likely that if someone shows up live every single day and does the assignment you give them, is, is it plausible and likely that they'll get the outcome? If the answer is yes, then you're good to go. I, 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 don't, I don't think you have to worry about every single person. Guys, nothing in the world does every single person do and get. And I mean, my goodness, right? So, um, but I get that question a lot, Chandler. So I wanted just to yeah. address That's that. Great. So, yeah. And, and, and again, you know, just to, just to kind of give you the counterpoint, I've run three, oh, four massively successful 30-day challenges. Um, and I wouldn't recommend that's a grind. I, I would, yeah, I would not recommend it. it's a grind, like meat grinder grind, like, yeah. And, um, but for what I was doing for the hook, I was the, for the hook for the promised outcome, hmm. it was necessary. And I so I would just, I would say, if you're going to go on a marathon 30, 31 day, or, um, just one kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And also it really Start needs to, the, it had the, 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 it should be obvious why it's so long. No one should question <laughs> why is this 30 days? Yeah. It feels like we can do it in three or five. You never want that. Right. Got it. And so let's talk. So, uh, all right. So let's say, for example, we're doing five to seven day challenge. Um, and, and so uh, just being familiar with your model and, and what you just mentioned that John Acuff did. And so you're teaching one day per week. Um, or, or sorry, one time per day in that challenge of so five days, you yeah. might do an hour session, same time every day, yeah. um, same time every Ideally. day, length, or I've got a bunch of questions, just content specific. Are you, do you recommend bringing external folks as interviews, doing the content yourself? Like what do you, what are your recommendations specific to the content on how to yeah. coach that? You certainly don't need to have any guests. Um, when I began, no one knew who I was. Nobody was willing to be a guest. I was just unknown and had no platform over time that's changed which is cool but like don't be afraid of just being you straight to camera talking to your readers adding value um if you were going to bring a guest i think you're like i i love the idea of bringing in a guest on day five of the challenge because presumably you're going to sell something or make an offer on day four so on day five bring in a guest that you can interview and they'll say amazing things about you. They'll edify you, edify your offer. In the industry, we kind of call it like a repitch. It's kind of like what it's called, where they're going to basically like just re-edify and, and, and give you a nice big third-party endorsement as to why these people should probably buy your offer and work with you. Um, so if you're going to have, if you can only have one guest, I would try and have them come on Friday um, if they're willing to definitely endorse you and you definitely don't want your guests dropping any of their own lead magnets or taking any attention away from you. And if they want to give freebies, if they want to share stuff, great. Make those things bonuses of your offer. You don't want any external focus and people going other places. It's your challenge. Your card is open. Your offers out there. All roads lead to that offer. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. And now, so we, all right, so we've got, 
we get kind of a content plan. We've decided on the link. We've decided on the hook, uh, all those things. How early ahead of when the challenge starts, do we start promoting? Yeah. And then, so kind of two part question, what are the top two to three ways that you recommend like channels to get people to actually yeah. register for the challenge? Yeah. Great. So we don't ever recommend at most seven to 10 days, which might sound strange, but like the fact is like nowadays, especially I mean, who, how, none of us know we're doing two weeks from now. I mean, maybe, well, that's not true. Chandler does. Chandler is the one guy, Mr. Discipline over here. <laughs> Chandler knows he's doing it for the next 12 years, right? Mapped out. But uh, most of us, you know, aren't as organized as Chandler. So like, someone's like, I don't know if I'm free two weeks from now. So I, there's a very much of a last minute, spontaneous, oh, it's in a few days. Oh, it's just next week. Like, I, there's, this very much works because it's less, it's happening either now or in a few days. So I would say seven to 10 days most is all you need to promote. Um, of course, you want to email your list if you have an email list. Um, paid traffic. I have, I have, I mean, this is where challenges shine because a dirty little secret of the marketing industry is many of the gurus that many of you are following up until my challenge model came on the scene, they were not profitably converting cold traffic. They were losing money on cold traffic and trying to play just the long tail game. Our challenge framework literally made running cold traffic profitable again. And so uh, if you've tried Facebook ads and Instagram ads and you've lost money, it's time to hope again, dream again, and use this challenge model. And I'm telling you right now, if, if you can't convert cold traffic with this challenge, well, as I challenge, then it ain't going to work. That means you got the wrong hook, the wrong niche. These are bigger problem. So for what paid, cha what channels on paid do you see work? Facebook, Instagram. And, and that's all I did for many, many, many for yeah. like, I now just got around because I was just so busy. It's kind of shame on me, but I just now this year, 2021, a few months ago, started running serious traffic on YouTube and Google Display Network as well. Now we Got have it. those four platforms. But up until now, we, uh, Chandler, we scaled to eight figures. We scaled over 10 million in revenue in our second year in business on the back of Facebook and Instagram, one platform. I, I always recommend mastering one platform first. That's paid. Organic, organic, you know, Facebook Lives, going into, going into Facebook groups, looking for groups where people have an interest, um, asking friends, do interviews live, got jumping on podcasts, all those things. But now Clubhouse is bonkers. Clubhouse is um, Clubhouse is 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 brought back organic reach. I mean, let's face it, organic reach has been pretty tough in Facebook and Instagram, unless you know some really ninja organic hacks, um, which I've actually. I brought on and I, I just interviewed yesterday, Chandler, like this crazy expert in organic reach to have as a, a bonus in our program because so many people just don't have the budget or have been burned by paid ads. But Clubhouse is, um, it's, it's, it's kind of incredible to see the amount of people creating leads, opt-ins and paying customers absolutely free on Clubhouse right now. So I don't know. I think, I think now more than ever there's with clubhouse, there's plenty of organic traffic out there. 
Then, of yeah. course, affiliates, partners, other authors, yeah. promoting each other, all that stuff still works too. If you were to say a, a, a pie chart of most recent or most successful uh, um, challenge that you've done, what does that pie chart look like between affiliates and sponsored emails, paid traffic, internal email list? I think you also mentioned, you know, Clubhouse organic reach. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm missing one, but yeah. what does that pie chart look like? You got to have me come back and answer that because this, this, this launch I'm um, doing this month will be, will be the first time where we have Google and YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, my email list and major affiliate partners and clubhouse. So this will be the first time we have all five up until now, almost every challenge I've done before this channel has been just straight cold traffic and email. I've only really, I've only done one major affiliate promotion. And that was a year ago when we launched crush it with challenges for the first time. So, um, what's nice about this model is that you control your destiny. Like guys, yeah. the affiliate game can be tough. Like not people that have big email lists aren't just waiting around to promote people that they don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, Chandler, you and I both know it's hard to get people that we do know to promote for us, much less complete strangers, right? Yeah. So I like that I was able to control my own destiny, just open up my wallet, go run paid traffic and convert like crazy. And that's how we scaled so fast. I mean, guys, we, like I said, eight figures in two years, that's not normal. And um, it's because we had our powerful challenge model. Um, we were great at carving niches. And when you're able to convert cold traffic, you can just grow as fast as you want. Just spend more. What kind of metrics are you looking at on, on paid traffic? I mean, you're looking at probably cost per challenge registrant and then your average order value on the upsell. Like what are you seeing in terms of basic metrics to look for? And what are the numbers that you're looking at? Yeah. I mean, it all depends on, on what you're selling on the back end, right? So if you've got some people watching this that are high ticket consultants or coaches and they sell a 10k or 15k package i mean obviously like you you can afford to spend a lot of money per lead and and write the ship and be profitable but a lot of what we have sold challenge on the back was like either 995 or 2k courses and i would say that for the most part of the time you know notwithstanding the election time and we've had a couple of wonky things happen but I would say a well-designed challenge, um, a well-designed challenge should can bring in leads somewhere in the four to five dollar range. You're doing probably pretty good. Yeah. If you've got this really unique niche and you just are really owning it and you're the only one there, you may be able to get on the cheaper. Um, if you have a very high, very, let's say you have a very sophisticated niche and Maybe these are premium, premium, premium type of audience and buyers. Maybe your lead cost goes up, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a problem because when you think about, you know, what your backend offer is, you can do some quick math and be like, okay, if I, if you have a $2,000 program, you know, you could spend $10,000 on ads, you sell five units, you're going to break even yeah. and a $10,000 ad budget for a challenge. That's a pretty, that's a, when I was getting started, I yeah, mean, for sure. that's, that it's was a decent, joke. that was a good yeah. little budget, you know? For and sure. I mean, you're talking about getting hundreds and hundreds of people into your challenge to sell five. So it's like, yeah. you know, um, again, and, and let me ask you this I, on the, on the budget piece, quick follow up. So 
you know, you mentioned running ads or starting promotion up to seven to 10 days ahead of when the the challenge starts, then you got maybe a five to seven day challenge. How do you maximize that window? I know you sometimes do encores and things like that, but how do you maximize that window to where I feel like when we were doing our challenge, that was, it was like, oh man, it it feels like a long time, but also a short amount of time all at the same time where it's like, ah, like if we're spending, if we're ramping ad spend and we're getting up into a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a day, we want to ramp that pretty quickly. It can feel like a really narrow window um, with a kind of a, a short uh, whatever, you know, opportunity for like improvement and, and stuff like that. So it could feel like a short window. How do you navigate that short window and maximizing your registrants in a short window of time? Yeah. So that's a great question. And we've, we've had to really just get better at, um, at figuring out the, the, the traffic piece because Facebook and these ad platforms really want longer campaigns they want campaigns to season and let the algorithm work and let it get smarter and smarter so what what we've done is kind of the exact opposite of what the algorithm wants we're coming in hot heavy quick fast hitting it hard bam and which means which means that um yeah it's it's a you really want to have a good hook (laughs) great hook great niche like you, you, you just, you, because we are basically asking Facebook to do things for us that it really wants more time to do. And yet here we are standing, thriving, and almost every major entrepreneur and early, early entrepreneur is using our framework now. Many of, them, many of the people that we've worked with, once they do their first challenge, it, they're hooked. I mean, John's like, I'm going to do one of these every month. I'm like, that's it. You got the bug. Like, once you do one, my, you know, my good friend, Roland Frazier, we mapped out one challenge for him and um, he's done 11. Now he's done one every single month, except for one month. And this is, this is their entire business is built on the back of challenges. So um, I think, I think just you'll get better at it, but it does work. It can work. And yes, um, you know, it's a little bit counter to the, put the platform wants, but you can, there can still be very, very effective and profitable. Cool. Hey, I got a couple of final questions for you and then we'll wrap up. So uh, uh, questions about funnel flow and maximizing. Uh, it, 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 I mean, this is one of the key metrics, right? Revenue per attendee or revenue per, per challenge registrant. And then also kind of your, your attendee to purchase conversion rate. So you talked about when people first opt in, you've got they opt in and then on the thank you page, there's an upsell with bonuses and maybe an all access pass, like recordings of the event, maybe also a copy of your book, if you're an author or some sort of thing there. So, and then you have the thank you page where they're getting into the Facebook group. How, how else do you navigate like that? And are you making two offers? Is there an all access pass offer throughout and then a main offer at the end or, or what are you doing yeah. to maximize kind of your revenue per attendee? Yeah. So with, with the, with the backstage pass or the VIP offer, we will leave that open through the first, maybe a uh, couple of days of the challenge, but I typically want that offer off the table by day two. Cause on, cause on day three, I don't want any offer. I want no selling, no calls to action, just a day to breathe. And then on day four, you're going to open up the cart with your actual main backend offer. So you don't want to, you never want to have, in my opinion, two offers at the same time. That's just a bad idea. So 
and another idea for your VIP backstage, put a limiter on it. Hey, first hundred people, first 30 people, put a limiter on it, make it scarce, make it urgent. And that way you can have a nice group that you feel comfortable curating. And it's like, oh man, that's sold out. VIP sold out. Nothing better to show your audience that your stuff, that your stuff sells out. Okay. Um, as far as like cost per registrant, cost, I mean, cost per lead, we definitely track as Facebook will tell us like what, it, what we spent per lead. Um, and then just, you know, I really, it's very hard to know channel like cost per attendant because you don't, you can see how many folks are in your Facebook group, but that doesn't mean that that many people are even engaging in the challenge. So here's some metrics that I look at. What's my cost per lead? And what's my total ad spend? And then I'm looking at how much did I make? What was the card, <laughs> right? How many people got into my Facebook group? Is it maybe interim uh, metric? I'm looking at how many people are watching me live. And a good rule of thumb and a free challenge, if you can get 10% of the challenge of the Facebook group watching you live, you're doing good. So if, you, if your Facebook group has 1,000 people, you should expect at least 100 people to be on there live watching you. If it's a lot less than 100, something is wrong. Your targeting was off. You got the wrong people. Or you're going live at 2 in the morning and everyone's asleep, right? Um, <laughs> you know, which I've never done because I pass out at 8 o'clock. Um, but for me, it's always, for me, it's really how much did I spend? How much did I make? And I'm looking on a return on my ad spend multiple, you know, um, 7x, 8x, 12x, 15x, 20x. I mean, and so um, that's really kind of the goal. You know, that's really yeah. the goal. And as you scale it, when you start to scale it, then obviously the those numbers come down a little bit. I think right now for our biggest, some of our biggest challenges, they've been around, you know, three to five return on investment, which is a lot of money when you're spending $300,000 on the challenge, you know, 4x, 5x on 300,000 is still a seven-figure payday. For sure. Awesome. Hey, Pedro, two final questions. Knowing what you know now, what would you say to the Pedro of a bajillion challenges ago? So the, the, the Pedro before he did his first challenge and all the other Pedros out there who are watching this, listening to this, thinking about uh, go, you know, doing their first challenge, what would your parting advice be for them? I mean, I... I would literally, I had no idea that this was gonna happen, Chandler. Like I was a financial planner living in obscurity, running a financial services brick and mortar business. I wasn't an online marketer, trainer, influencer, coach. I, I literally used to help people all day with their retirement accounts. I did one free masterclass challenge in May of 2019, teaching faith-based entrepreneurs how to actually get rid of some mental, you know, get rid of get over mental blocks, religious hangups, teach them how to do faith-based high integrity marketing and use and, and, and how to do stuff online. And without even trying to, we launched that this the Hunter X movement, which you talked about earlier. And my life has never been the same. And then growing that business with those challenges, then I became a challenge guy and then launched a second business. And now like I am living, I am living, uh, I don't even believe my life sometimes. 
Like, I don't believe my life sometimes. If I told you the two phone calls I was on before this, you'd be like, are you serious? Like, and, and if you, and, and if, let's back up the truck seven, eight years ago, when my real estate investment company failed, I was broke as a joke, $3 million in debt, deeply depressed, praying to God to not wake up. Because I thought I was so worthless and such a drag on my family and society that the that planet Earth would be better without me. So seven, eight years ago, I'm praying not to live anymore. Then by the grace of God and just kind of getting my back on my feet now, you know, three years ago, I'm doing well as a brick and mortar financial professional. I do my first challenge, not knowing it would change my entire life and my kids' lives and like generational wealth is starting to accumulate and the impact. I mean, I'm reaching hundreds of thousands of people. I'm getting to work with people that like are heroes of mine, both in the spiritual community and also in the marketplace, working with Dean, Tony Robbins, some of these people, are you kidding me? And um, so I'm going to say that like, this sounds so cliche, Chandler, but like you have no idea what's on the other side of your yes to running challenges and mastering this framework. Like, and I am, a, I am just living proof of this. And I have hundreds of students, hundreds of our students, Chandler, have been able to have the same results. Uh, and it's, it's just incredibly humbling and just like, it's, it's wild. Like it's unbelievable, but it, it happened to me. So I, of course I have to believe it. But if someone else told me this, I'd be like, you're lying, like prove it. Yeah. And I'm not lying and I can prove it, but it's, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a miracle. It, it's, it's a modern day miracle because this doesn't happen. Um, maybe in the tech land startups, you know, like yeah. people launch apps and they go viral. This was just from ground up. You know, so anyhow, that's awesome, Pedro. This has been amazing, man. Guys, if you want to check out uh, Pedro's program, his uh, Crush It with Challenges program, uh, go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge. That's self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge. It'll also be in the show notes uh, here, Pedro. As kind of the final thing, uh, what is the Crush It with Challenges program? Who's a fit? And who should check it out? And how do they, oh, how do they check it out? Just Crush It With Challenges is our signature program where literally we break down this entire model. As you can see, Chandler, there's a lot of art and science here. There's some very important nuances. Like I gave you guys the best I could in the time that we had. And yet there's obviously nuances and, and, and there's, there, there's important distinctions. And we, we take all those through. We, we go through the whole process of designing your challenge but also then showing how to run your challenge and then how to scale your challenge and how to fill it up. So we break down those three kind of main components in great detail, lots of examples, uh, templates, checklist, my seven figure uh, challenge of funnel templates are included, a, a bunch of amazing bonuses. This is the signature program. Um, there's, there's nothing like in the market. Like this is the program on the exact challenge framework that you see taking over the internet today. And um, I, of course, I couldn't recommend it enough. And we just have had hundreds and hundreds of people make their first dollar online challenge, make break six figures for the first time, break seven for the first time. And we've been able to go to eight figures. Um, so yeah. it's, it's really special. That's awesome. Guys, if you want to check it out, go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge. Uh, and, and you can join the program. Uh, 
like I said, I, I, I believe in challenges so much. This was the biggest needle mover for us in moving and uh, selling tickets for our, li- our virtual uh, live event, Author Advantage Live Virtual last year. Uh, and we're going to be running another one this year using uh, the Crush It With Challenges uh, program and curriculum. Uh, and so I believe in it so much that we're doing it. Um, so if you want to check it out, go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash challenge uh, and check it out. Pedro, thank you so much. Bro, my pleasure, dude. This is fun. Let's do it again. Yes, sir. Great to have you. Same. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, And then number three, this is probably the most important Uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, So number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that. I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right. All you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step. So how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.